Welcome to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 163 of the podcast. And in this edition of the podcast, I want to talk about how this is the most unique Patriots offseason they have had since becoming a football dynasty. I mean, we've never seen an offseason like this from the Patriots before. First off, you have the fact that they went on a huge offseason spending spree where they brought in two elite tight ends. They paid for a bunch of players on offense and defense, and now they are dealing with off-season drama. And that's what I want to talk about. That's what I think is more rare than them even spending. They are dealing with two players who are unhappy being members of the Patriots right now. First off, you have star cornerback Stephon Gilmore. This is a guy who won Defensive Player of the Year two years ago. He has one year, $7 million left on his contract, and he is holding out. He tweeted list of the top 10 highest paid cornerbacks in the NFL, and he is not on that list. So he is obviously unhappy with not being on that list. And I remember when the Patriots signed Stephon Gilmore, and he was one of the highest paid cornerbacks, that he was overpaid. Well, I think he has outplayed that contract, and he is voicing his unhappiness about that. Think about where we are with the Patriots. They are keeping him on the team. They are not trading him away. They are not cutting him. In years past, they would not have tolerated this type of behavior from one of their star players. They would not. I mean, Bill Belichick wouldn't even mention the fact that Gilmore did not show up for voluntary minicamps. That's where we are. I think we are at a point where there are players on this team who think they are bigger than the franchise, and we have never been there in the last 20 years because this has been a team that has routinely made the AFC title game. They have routinely won the Super Bowl. They are six-time Super Bowl champions. They are used to being bigger than the players on the team, and I think we are at a point where we're not so sure if they are bigger than these players anymore. I mean, they are coming off a year where they were 7-9. and Remember when star cornerback Asante Samuel wanted his money? Well, they let him go after that perfect season because they knew they didn't need Asante Samuel. Samuel, and Asante Samuel knew they didn't need him. Well, Stephon Gilmore is clearly the one who has all the power in this situation because the Patriots need Stephon Gilmore to be a good football team. Yes, they have J.C. Jackson. He could be a young, talented cornerback, but they still need Stephon Gilmore if they want to be an elite football team. The other corners on this roster are Jalen Mills, who was a free agent acquisition, who didn't even play cornerback last year. He was a safety and they have Jonathan Jones who is pretty good but he should probably be the third or fourth best cornerback on your team. If he has to be the second best cornerback on your football team, I don't think you're a very good football team. If I were the New England Patriots, this is how I would resolve this issue. I would go to Stephon Gilmore and give him two years, $24 million deal. I would scrap that $7 million. I would up it to twelve. He has to be happy with that number. I mean, this is a guy who's coming off of an injury season last year. He wasn't that elite last year, but he still is a big enough name where he should be a top 10 paid cornerback in the National Football League. This should resolve this issue. You give him an extra year on that contract, like unless Stephon Gilmore is living in crazy land where he's worthy of a five-year extension, which I don't think he is. I think he knows it should be a short-term extension. Two years, 
$24 million. What I think is going to end up happening is they're going to bump up that seven for this year and it's going to be in the 10 to $11 million range. But I think they should want to keep Stephon Gilmore beyond this year. What they have at the cornerback position right now is not super elite. And I still think Stephon Gilmore, when on a good team, can be super elite. The other bit of shocking news that's happening on the Patriots right now is former first round draft pick Nikhil Harry wants to be traded away from the team according to his agent. This is a guy who has not lived up to the hype at all. Harry is only on this team still because he was drafted in the first round ahead of guys like DK Metcalf who is an absolute beast, Debo Samuel who's pretty good, and AJ Brown. He has not contributed to the team at all. I get it. He's 23 years old. He could still turn it around, but there will not be a lot of teams knocking on the Patriots' door for Harry. Harry has been vastly outplayed by undrafted receiver Jacoby Myers. I mean, Jacoby Myers is the Patriots' number one receiver, and that's what Nikhil Harry should be in his third year on the team. This is another thing that never would have happened five or ten years ago. I mean, this is the place where wide receivers wanted to go when they were struggling. I mean, this was a team that traded for Philip Dorsett. Remember Philip Dorsett on the Colts? He was a guy who was drafted in the first round and was not living up to the hype. The Patriots acquired him and he turned out to be a pretty decent wide receiver on the team. Now the roles are reversed. Nikhil Harry is a first round draft pick who is struggling and doesn't want to be a member of the New England Patriots. We all thought that Nikhil Harry wasn't going to be a member of the New England Patriots for very long because the Patriots did not want him. Now it's the other way around. I think it is shocking that Nikhil Harry thinks that if he goes to another team, he can put up better numbers. And I think the number one reason Nikhil Harry feels this way, and I think he's right in this way, the Patriots do not have an elite quarterback. Nikhil Harry probably looks at himself and doesn't look at it realistic. He thinks he's not putting up numbers because he has not played with elite quarterback play. Yes, he played with Tom Brady that first year, but year two, he played with Cam Newton, and he realizes what we all do. Cam Newton has nothing left in the tank. The Patriots, for the longest time, did not have to deal with this type of drama. They didn't have to deal with the cornerback who wanted to be paid a lot of money, and they didn't have to deal with the first-round pick who wasn't living up to the hype wanting to be traded. These were things that the Patriots didn't have to deal with, and I think that they've taken for granted the fact that they've been a football dynasty for the past 20 years. They didn't have to deal with this type of nonsense. Now they are dealing with the issues that the other teams around the league have to deal with, and it's going to be super fascinating how they deal with these type of issues and if they can overcome these type of issues, because if this Stephon Gilmore thing goes south and he doesn't play for the Patriots, that's going to affect their on-the-field play. Yes, they can go out in the offseason and they can acquire all the offensive talent they want, but if they are not good on defense, they will not be a very good football team. With the Nikhil Harry situation, it's such an easy fix. Release him. The only reason he's still on the team is because you don't want to admit you wasted a first-round draft pick on him. I also think you could make the argument that in the past, the Patriots did have to deal with these kind of things. Remember, Ty Law was unhappy with his contract with the New England Patriots, but nobody cared. And why was that? Because everyone knew that the Patriots did not need Ty Law to win the Super Bowl. Deion Branch 
Lynch was unhappy with the New England Patriots. He was a Super Bowl MVP. He wanted to be paid more. Guess what? Nobody was on Dion Branch's side because we all thought to ourselves, the Patriots do not need Dion Branch to be a dynasty. Guess what? We no longer feel that way about the Patriots. Some people are siding with Stephon Gilmore in this case because they know the Patriots need Stephon Gilmore. I have no idea if all these offseason acquisitions are going to turn the Patriots into an elite football team. I mean, the Patriots could very well be the third best team in the AFC East or the very best team in the AFC East. I still think Buffalo is better. I still think there's a chance Miami is going to be better than them. The Patriots are now dealing with those things that we as Patriots fans used to mock other teams with dealing with. They don't know who their starting quarterback is going to be. They have three quarterbacks and we don't know who is going to be the guy. Is it going to be Cam Newton? Is it going to be Mac Jones? In some weird reality, is Jared Stidham actually going to get a chance to be the Patriots starting quarterback? Why is Brian Hoyer here? Like the Patriots are making some curious moves and moves that bad teams usually make. I'm not saying that the Patriots are going to be a bad football team, but they are doing some of the things we used to mock other teams for doing, like their off-season spending spree. Like the only reason that some people think it's a good move is because the Patriots did it. If the Washington football team had gone on this off-season spending spree, nobody on earth would take them seriously because that's what the Washington football team does. They go out and they spend a lot of money and it usually doesn't turn them into winners. I'm just saying we're giving the Patriots the benefit of the doubt because they are the New England Patriots. But how much longer are we going to give the Patriots the benefit of the doubt? They are having one of their weirdest off-seasons ever where they are doing things that they normally don't do and things are happening to them that usually don't happen. They want on a massive spending spree like never before because the rest of their roster is not very good from the inside so they had to go outside and acquire talent and now they are dealing with all the off-season drama that teams that aren't very good usually have to deal with like a star player who is not happy with his contract situation and everyone on earth knows they need that star player. The Patriots need Stephon Gilmore. That's inarguable. And with the Nikhil Harry situation, this is something that they've done to themselves. This is something that happens to bad teams. They draft poorly and they don't want to give up on a guy when they clearly should. And you used to be able to ignore the fact that Belichick was bad at drafting wide receivers because he'd have a guy like a Wes Welker or Julian Edelman. And now he even has a Jacoby Myers. But this Patriots team does not have a very good group of wide receivers. So they actually need someone else other than Nikhil Harry. And for some reason, the team won't just release Nikhil Harry when it's obvious to everyone that that's the best possible outcome. I don't care if you can get a sixth round pick for Nikhil Harry. You are dealing with a lot of nonsense and a lot of the talk is about a guy who doesn't deserve any of that talk. Nikhil Harry does not deserve to be on this roster at all. There are Pats fans who also think Sony Michelle is a bust, but at least Sony Michelle contributed in a massive way to a Super Bowl victory. Nikhil Harry has four touchdowns in two seasons with the team. He is not a very good receiver. I do not see him getting much better. I don't see him ever being worth that first round draft pick. So this is a headache that you created if last season you had just given up on Nikhil Harry, you wouldn't be dealing with 
this nonsense. So now all the talk about the Patriots is not about how they might improve massively. It's about the offseason fodder. It's about Stephon Gilmore's contract and Nikhil Harry not being happy as a member of the New England Patriots. Those are stories that we never would have talked about in years past because usually right now we'd be celebrating a Super Bowl victory. But they are coming off of a 7-9 and year where their former quarterback went on to win a Super Bowl with a new team and now they are left in the dust with these two situations that make them look like any ordinary team. That's the point I'm trying to get across here. The Patriots were above all of it when they were winning the six Super Bowls, but now they are right there with everyone else. And yes, this will all mean nothing in the regular season if they bounce back in a huge way and go 12-4 and four or 13-3, and three. but if next season the Patriots are the third best team in the AFC East, guess what? We will no longer view them as that team that is above all the noise because right now it's all noise when it comes to the New England Patriots and they have to bounce back in a huge way. Look, if they bounce back and they win the division, no one will talk about this offseason drama. But if it comes back and they're not very good and they're below 500, that's who the Patriots will be. They will be just an ordinary team and Patriots fans are not used to that and they're not used to this offseason at all. So many things that have never happened before are happening and it's not all good. Yes, some of the signings are very good, but if three or four of those players don't pan out, that will be something different. And now we're dealing with this offseason drama. Stephon Gilmore is an elite player who's won a Super Bowl with the New England Patriots. And this is a guy who clearly sees that things are changing. I think even he knows that in years past, this contract demand of his would not work out to his benefit. But he now sees this as a moment of weakness for the New England Patriots. He has the power in this situation. They need him to win football games. I mean, just look at the recent list of examples of how they've dealt with players who've wanted more money. They traded away Richard Seymour to the Raiders a year after going undefeated and losing to the Giants in the Super Bowl. They got rid of Asante Samuel. They let him go to the Philadelphia Eagles. They knew in the past they did not need those type of players. They didn't need to pay players at their actual value. They wanted them at a discount because they knew it meant something to be a member of the New England Patriots. And I'm wondering as the years go on and Tom Brady is not here, how much is it going to mean to be a member of the New England Patriots? Or is it just going to be a place that gets players to go there because they're willing to pay them more money? Hunter Henry came here because of the money. Jonu Smith came here because of the money. I mean, it doesn't mean anything to them to be members of the New England Patriots because right now they're not in a winning situation. I mean, this could all turn around again. They could have a massive regular season where they're the first team in the AFC East and they're back in the Super Bowl. I don't see that happening, but that's something that could definitely happen. And if that happens, I could be wrong about all of this. I'm just saying, I think that era when it's the team over the players is coming to an abrupt end. It's becoming about the players. Even a player like Nikhil Harry sees this as a moment where he can actually come out and say, I don't want to be a member of the New England Patriots. And he's saying that in this moment because the Patriots had a very down year. If the Patriots had gone to the Super Bowl, there's no way on planet Earth that Nikhil Harry and his agent would say out loud, I don't want to be here anymore. Partially because you can't complain when you're on a winning football team. It's so easy to complain when you're on a bad 
bad team when you're on an average 7-9 and nine team. It's so easy to be against the team. And right now, there are two players who are clearly against the football team. For Stephon Gilmore, it's about getting one last big payday before the end of his career. And for Nikhil Harry, yes, he hasn't lived up to the hype, but now he can put some of the blame on the Patriots because right now, they are not a very good football team. But the shocking thing about all of it is how the Patriots are dealing with these situations. They are allowing this to fester. They are allowing Stephon Gilmore to tweet whatever he wants about the top 10 paid cornerbacks. They're letting him talk about how unhappy he is in this situation when in years past, they would have just dealt with it by getting rid of him. They are letting Nikhil Harry openly talk about with his agent how he's unhappy being on this football team and how he thinks the team is doing him wrong. This is something that in years past, the Patriots would not have to deal with because they had the power and for some reason they don't have that power right now. The power is shifting. It's becoming more about the players than the team. I mean, the Patriots way seems to be dying right before our very eyes. And the players that still believe in the mission statement are no longer the very best players on the team. That is the biggest advantage that the players had. That their best player was Tom Brady and he believed in the mission statement of the team first mentality. Julian Edelman was a beast. Wes Welker was a beast. They believed in the Patriot way. Well, these guys don't believe in the Patriot way. Clearly, Stephon Gilmore does not believe in taking a discount to be a member of the New England Patriots. It's been very well known that the Patriots in years past have asked players to take a discount to be on the team. Now they are having to give players raises to be a member. I mean, think about this. Dante Hightower did not play last year. He opted out. In years past, if the Patriots were a very good team, they would ask him right now to take a pay cut, but I think they know they need a guy like that who can actually produce on the field because there is a huge question mark as to whether or not this team is going to be very good. The fact that Devin McCourty is still one of the highest paid Patriots is insane because in years past, if they were coming off a Super Bowl, they would go up to him and say, hey Devin, take a discount to be on this team. It's an honor to be on this winning team. You can't do that when you're coming off of a season when you were 7-9. and nine. Instead, you're dealing with guys like Stephon Gilmore and Nikhil Harry who are unhappy in their situations. The Patriots are now in the reality of all the other 29 teams in the National Football League. And again, all of this doesn't matter if they turn out to be a powerhouse this year. If all their signings work out, if Nelson Aguilar is a beast, if John o. Smith and Hunter Henry live up to the hype, if Mac Jones becomes the franchise quarterback, none of this will matter and it will be business as usual. But if next year is a disaster and they're the third best team in the AFC East, then this will be a shift in structure for the Patriots moving forward. It will no longer be about the Patriots way and we'll be dealing with more issues like this. This will no longer be the Patriots team that we were used to. This will no longer be the type of place where they will not have to overpay top tier talent. I mean, this is a big year for the New England Patriots and I think this wild offseason has been a precursor to something that will be vastly different moving forward. I hope the Patriots bounce back, but there is a part of me that finds them dealing with these type of issues very entertaining because this is a team that's been able to ignore these type of off-season drama, and I think it's very entertaining. It doesn't mean anything for the team moving forward, but I hope Stephon Gilmore gets his money. I hope Nikhil Harry gets traded. I want this drama to end. This is a massive year for the Patriots as a team and as Bill Belichick as a coach. 
coach. Is he the man with all the power or are the players growing more and more power by the day? Thanks for listening to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So please rate, review, and subscribe.